Welcome to Series 4 of the Tim Hill Podcast. In this series, it's Tim having a rant, that is me. So if you enjoy me having a bit of a rant and going on about what's going on in today's society, stay tuned. If you don't want to listen to me rant, well, you can always turn me off. Welcome to the Tim Hill Podcast. And today is going to be slightly different. I'm also probably just going to have a rant anyway. However, what I'm going to look at doing is I'm going to end up just wishing everybody a Merry Christmas. But I'm just going to do a recap over the last year. So, where are we? Now's Christmas Eve 2021. This time last year, we were put into another lockdown. Okay? And it was going to be a circuit breaker. Just a, f- a few weeks, just to stem the, the, the flow until we could get the vaccine rollout, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And what happened? Six months. Six months circuit breaker. While Boris and all his cohorts were quite happy, ignoring all the rules that they'd set for the rest of us. They was having Christmas parties, etc., 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 and we were in perpetual lockdown. And that lockdown lasted six months. That had a devastating effect on an awful lot of people's mental health. From my point of view, it made my life really difficult. I was unable to, uh, I, it made it really difficult for me to get people in to do podcasts. So I couldn't actually get people in, so I was doing it remotely. Lots of people didn't have the access uh, to, to decent equipment, and we have to do it over Zoom. Zoom isn't a great platform to be able to, to record on because um, the, the sound quality isn't fantastic. It's not geared up to record sound. I used another platform, Riverside.fm, which is a great platform. It records at both ends. So if you've got good equipment each end, you get fantastic recordings. I could just apologise slightly. Um, The camera I'm using uh, frames my face and you see a yellow (laughs) block around it. I can only apologise for that. I don't know how to turn it off. So you just have to live with it. <laughs> Sorry. Um, so where do we go? So during the lockdown, I mean, we couldn't go anywhere. It had a devastating effect on the um, the entertainment industry, pubs, restaurants, cinemas uh, were really, really badly affected. And yes, they they got a bit of help, I suppose, but the other industry that didn't get any help was the uh, the leisure centres and gyms. They kind of fell outside the uh, the norms, should we say. Um, uh, and there's one industry that, <laughs> that should have been open all the way through because it's the one industry that their aim is to keep us healthy. <laughs> so you couldn't make it up. So the locks us all down, so people are, uh, are eating and drinking themselves into oblivion and not able to go out to the gym 
uh, <laughs> to keep fit. Uh, and the knock-on to that is your immune system is affected because you're not going out, you're not catching any germs or anything like that. <laughs> so <laughs> you just can't make it up. But there you go. So they started this vaccine rollout and they said two jabs uh, and we'll be at the end of it and, and everybody be fine. Now we come to Christmas Eve 2021 and where are we? Now get a booster, booster this, booster that. Everybody's got to have a booster. And I, and I saw today that um, I think the Telegraph has carried it and it's been on the mainstream media as well. Now the most vulnerable people should look again a fourth booster jab because the, the booster only gives you about 10 weeks um, effectiveness. Hmm. Yeah. Where is this all going to end? Where is it going to end? So the most vulnerable are now got to look at getting a fourth jab while everybody else is get the jab, get the booster. Get the booster. You've got to have the booster. It's going to protect. It's going to protect the NHS. It's going to stop the NHS getting overrun. Well, what's happening with the NHS? Let's have a look at what's happening with the NHS. The NHS isn't really being overrun at the moment, not with this, uh, this latest Omicron variant. It's not. Yes, there were people getting it. Not many people going to the hospital with it, is there? But what's happening is people are getting it and they've got to go and self-isolate. So an awful lot, awful lot of medical staff in hospitals are getting pinged uh, or they're getting a, a positive lateral flow. So they've got to go and self-isolate. was 10 days, now it's only seven. But that in itself is creating a problem. The fact that they've reduced the number of beds in the NHS is, uh, is one of the other big issues. I mean, a, a few years ago, we had something like 300,000 beds in the NHS. Now we're down 160. And the population has grown. And it's growing every day at the moment because we've got lots and lots of illegal economic migrants crossing the channel and it hasn't stopped. Even in, in the midst of December, you get a calm day, bomb, two or three hundred come across in dinghies. The French are patrolling their beaches. They got their warships out, going up and down. And as soon as they come across a dinghy, woof, they escort it across the, the 12 mile limit. And then the, the RLNI or Border Force go out, pick them up, and bring them in. Why? If they can pick them up in mid channel, take them back to France, drop them off in Calais. That would make the most sense to me. If they can pick, if, if they allow border force uh, and the French are coming into our waters, we can go into their waters, we pick them up in, in French waters, take them back into France. 
that would slow the, 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 the stem to flow down a lot. Once they started getting the message that they're being picked up in the channel and taken straight back to France, that would help stop the flow. We also need to start rounding them up, taking them out of the hotels, taking them back down to Dover, stick them on a ferry, back to France. That would send a clear message and it would stem the flow. And that's been going on all year. We're close on 30,000. That's 30,000 illegal economic migrants have crossed the channel. Those are the ones we know about. How many have slipped the net? How many haven't been picked up by Border Force or the RL and I that have come in? I mean, we see it. We see it on the news. They're coming in, uh, <laughs> landing on beaches, <laughs> and then whoosh, off on the tail, away, out of it, gone. Blending into the uh, the black economy. I want to know who is employing these people. Who's paying them? Why is there such a big black economy in this country? And what is the black economy? What industries are employing these people that don't have any papers, don't have any right to be here? These people aren't, let's face it, if they're not in the system, they ain't getting a jab, are they? So according to uh, the, the, the government, Valence and Whitty and all that, if you haven't been jabbed, you're, you're endangering, endangering everybody else. What happens when these guys get COVID? Are they going into hospital? What happens when they get in hospital? Where are you from? Oh. Yeah. Wonder what's happening there then. How many of these illegal economic migrants have caught COVID? Yeah, it's a funny old one, isn't it? So, what else, <laughs> what else has gone on this year? So we came out of lockdown in, in, in the middle of end of June and they started opening up pubs and restaurants and they put all these um, distancing measures, so two metres rules. And so the restaurant industry has fought out millions of pounds putting in these screens and everything, cutting down the amount of people that could go into their pubs damaging what income they can get. <laughs> so, it, and they weren't the ones that were spreading the virus. <laughs> latest, latest figures show that you're more likely to get COVID from hospital than you are anywhere else. <laughs> you couldn't make it up. You really can't make it up. So we were able to get away a little bit this year. We managed to get away on the boat. Um, we got down to, um, how far did we get? We got to Sulcum. Um, we had a few days in Sulcum. We had a few days 
in Dartmouth uh, and Weymouth and Portland. Um, but that's about all we managed to do this year. Um, mainly because I've got problems with um, my skeletal. <laughs> Should we say skeletal? I've got rheumatoid arthritis and I've got an awful lot of osteoarthritis going on. And the problem I was having is, or still having, is, is getting up and onto the boat and moving around the boat. Um, so we took a really, really difficult decision this year uh, to sell the boat before it's too late, before I get to the stage where I can't even get onto it. And it just sits there and we can't use it. And it would be great, great shame to, to let a fabulous boat like ours go to waste. So we took a really tough decision. We put it on the market uh, and we sold it within a few weeks. I'm gutted. I mean, I, I really do miss going on the boat. And poor old Artie as well. I think he misses going out on the boat. He used to enjoy enjoy the trips out on the boat. But um, I'm, uh, I'm now one of the statistics. I'm on a waiting list. I'm on a waiting list to see the orthopedics. Um, the, uh, the last review I had would have been a phone review. I haven't seen the rheumatoid specialist for two years face-to-face. -face. It's been uh, every six months I've had a, uh, a video call with them. And this time I insisted on doing a face-to-face. -face. So I had a face-to-face -face with them. They checked me out and, and said, right, there's a pit. My rheumatoid's just about under control. They're going to leave leave things as they are for the time being. And they've um, referred me on to the orthopedics. So now I'm on a waiting list to see orthopedics. They did say, don't get too excited. It won't be quick. So how long's a bit of string? But in the meantime, I keep bobbling around. I keep trying to move. It's, it's difficult, but I do what I can. I'm, I'm on uh, probably <laughs> painkillers and booze. <laughs> that seems to work. <laughs> I mean, during lockdown, I, I, my drinking was a little bit, it was getting slightly out of hand. I've managed to get it under control now. Um, I've restricted myself to drinking uh, once a week or, or twice a week if we go out. Uh, we go out on a Wednesday with some friends to a, to a local hostelry uh, that has a quiz night and uh, maybe have a couple of beers. And then, <laughs> then I might do a thirsty Thursday. <laughs> have a bit, of a bit of a rant on, on Facebook. <laughs> that's, that's if I don't get, get my phone and my iPad taken off of me. <laughs> when one of my, my dear friends bubbles me to the wife. <laughs> so I'll try and stay off of that. Um, so we, we've uh, we've started to have some functions as well. I mean, we had some some really good functions in the in the club. We had a, a, a really good battle of Britain night, and that went really well. Um, we had a, a good traff night and pickle night. Unfortunately, at the eleventh hour. Uh, 16 people dropped off the list. We, we dropped us down to 
to only, I think it was about 36 people in the end, but those 36 people had a cracking night. Had a really, really good night uh, on a pickle night. Um, we just had the, the Christmas draw, and I've been fortunate enough to be invited to go over to HMS Victory on a few occasions. Uh, we run a, fr a Friday meat raffle in the club, but I've also been invited over to HMS Victory for their Friday meat raffle a couple of times, which has been really good. <laughs> uh, I think I've been banned from the Friday meat raffle on Victory because I, I came away with free prizes, <laughs> which was good. Um, so looking forward then, what are we what are we looking forward to now in 2022? It's looking slightly, slightly less likely we're going to be put into another lockdown. I say slightly less likely. Um, all, the, all the indications at the moment showing that this latest variant is a, although it's transmissible, it's a lot less potent than the, the Delta. So, fingers crossed, we're not going to be going into a lockdown uh, after Boxing Day. We're going to be left to make our own decisions for a change. For, for the great British public, or certainly those of us that are in England, because England is separate to, to Wales and Scotland and Northern Ireland, and Wales and Scotland have got some pretty, pretty draconian measures in place at the moment. But, um, oh, that's something I wanted to take up. So the government the other week, they have voted in that now we've got to have a COVID passport. Right, okay, fine. If, if we're going to have a COVID passport, let's also have a voter ID card. Let's, if, if we've got to carry a COVID passport to go everywhere, let's have a voter ID card. Or, even better, a national ID card. Everybody in the country has to have an ID card and carry an ID card. That allows you to, to show you your COVID status. That show, shows your voter status. That shows your eligibility for employment status. Let's go down that route, shall we? If we've got to have a, some sort of COVID passport, let's go for a full-on ID card, a national ID card that has all this information on it. Let's, let's see the leftists start melting down on that one. <laughs> Write <laughs> your MP, say, let's have a national ID card if we've got to have a COVID passport. Let's have a proper ID card that everybody has to have. And if you haven't got it, then you can't prove who you are. You get deported. Yeah, that would be a right scream, wouldn't it? Oh, you can just imagine the left going absolutely ape on that one. So, I think uh, the end of this year, is is looming up. Hopefully, we're not going to go into uh, another draconian lockdown. But I think uh, 
I think 2022, let's be hopeful. Let's hope that we have a great year. Let's get out of this stupid, stupid draconian measures for this lockdown. Let's have the great British public make their own decisions on their lives. Let's not be dictated to by the nanny state. We're not North Korea. We're not China. We're not Russia. We're Great Britain. Let's be Great British again. And let's start sending messages to Boris and his cohort. We've had enough of their stupid, stupid policies on the green agenda, the climate change. Let's concentrate on what really matters to people, the illegal migrant crisis. And it is a crisis when you've got 30,000 in one year and they're still coming in the middle of December. That's a crisis. That needs sorting out urgently. Also, they need to get the finger out, invoke Article 16, get rid of the Northern Ireland Protocol and go for WTA rules with European Union. They've mucked us about enough. Grow a pair of balls, go WTO, get rid of Article 16 invoked and walk away from the Northern Ireland Protocol. Less. Reunite the country. Something else that they might consider doing fairly seriously is doing away with these devolved administrations <laughs> that aren't working. Let's let's sack Queen Nicola and uh, His Royal Highness Drakeford, and let's take back control properly. Let the the local councils have a bit more autonomy as to what they do in their areas. They're the experts on the ground. Let government do the big policies, but let local government deal with their own issues in the local areas and give them the resources to be able to do it. So if I've made a bit of sense, good. If I haven't, I don't care. <laughs> Basically, it's, it's my way of thinking. And if you don't like it, you don't have to listen to me. <laughs> but if you do, please share it with your friends, like it, subscribe to my channel, listen to my podcasts. I've got some great guests lining coming up in the next year. I've really got some really interesting people that I'm going to be doing. And I think I might go into actually a series five for a complete new series on other people's lives. So please, please look after yourselves. Have a very, very Merry Christmas and a happy, prosperous, lockdown-free 2022. So that's it. That's uh, that's my podcast. Just going to give you a, 
A reminder of my podcast. There it is, the Tim Hill podcast. And uh, just to remind you, here we go. Thanks and goodbye. Thanks for listening and look forward to the next one. <laughs>